W-A-S-M-O-Y-T. Hey, Mike, how are you? Ready for the show? That's cool. Is that Mike? Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Carl's on the phone from New Jersey. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Glad to be here, as always. Glad to have a little snafu up front, as I forgot to turn <laughs> off our breakers here at MutinyRadio.fm, broadcasting live from a studio in the Mission District of San Francisco. And uh, we're glad to have you. If you're listening to us live, we do this every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But we would like you to follow our feed L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is our name on iTunes and elsewhere. And we have a blog spot, a Twitter, a YouTube channel, a Twitch channel, which we should use. Oh, good point. Yeah, good point. So we're going to watch a full-length movie. Carl, what's the movie this week? This movie, we are watching The Spy with the Cold Nose, 1966. I'd use parentheses. Oh, delightful. The Spy Who Came came Out of the Cold was a famous something or other. Yes. And it was a lunchbox. Play on that. It was a famous lunchbox. Why does this spy have a cold nose, Carl? Because he is a pooch. What? A oh, I can't wait to watch dog. a full-length movie version of this. Uh, who's hosting it? Which uh, YouTube channel? Which link should I click and then uh, hit okay. pause? Okay, so if you search for the spy with the cold nose, parentheses, 1966, close parentheses. I have W. Gringo. Uh... 123 views. You said you had one with, like, no views until you watched it. Yeah, that's correct. It's a, is, is it W. Gringo? I'm sorry, are you calling me a W. Gringo? <laughs> uh, no, I think it was another one, but who cares? We got it. Maybe, uh, maybe okay, word spread. for The Spy with a Cold Nose, 1966, and I've been pitching you on parentheses, but actually it's not in the title. I know, I didn't the want to bring it up. Cold News. I didn't, want, I didn't want to embarrass you. Okay, so we're going to do a countdown. We want you to go ahead and click that link, hit pause, get set it to zero, zero. And as soon as you hear a go from our countdown king, Paul Brumbaugh, who's live in the studio. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Ready to go. Ready to go. All right. Listen to the dulcet tones of uh, Paul Brumbaugh. His uh, website, his podcast is called The Edge of Insanity. Paul, take it away. All right. Here you guys go. You know the drill. Put your uh, finger over the triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. This movie immediately starts. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You're in the middle of the movie. In media res. 
Paul should have counted down negative numbers. Oh, right, because it just starts right ahead. Oh, well. So this is exciting. It's a guy's coming into a car. He left his car. Yeah, we just saw a doctor walk into an apartment building. And the uh, bartender says, what can I get you? (laughs) Oh, looks like there's spies behind him. Trick name, Steve. (laughs) Yes, these are two spies uh, who were following this doctor. And now the bossy boss spy is like, you go up there on the roof and make a hideout. What are they spying, Carl? They're spying on a veterinarian. But you're ruining the... Okay, here the doctor is here to see... Oh, send in the doctor right away. I ruined it by saying he was a vet. Okay. Carl, do you know the difference between a uh, remote control and a veterinarian? Uh, They both have paws? In their hands. (laughs) Boom! Well, I guess remote control doesn't really technically have hands. Okay, so... What's going on? With any confidence. Okay, so she is now revealing to the doctor her trouble. He's making a house call? Yes, he is. It is 1966, after all. And it's Brits. Oh, by the way, this whole film is great accent. This whole film is England, 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 England. Yeah. You know, the film's not rated. It has no rating, and that's but because... But it, it stars a dog, so it's rated G, right? <laughs> you mean because it's Disney? This is far from Disney. This is just UK. It's okay. like a UK TV show gone mad. So it's a lot of and, innuendo is what you're saying. A lot of Benny Hill. And, well, I don't know. Okay, so here we have these spies. The one on the right is like a big, famous comedic actor of the 60s. They're like, he's so great. I don't know. It didn't thrill me, but. Oh, so he's the spy? He is the assistant spy. He's talking right now. Wrigley. No, I haven't. Last week. Well, this, uh, I tried looking up, I, I love spy parodies from the 1960s, because mm-hmm. James Bond must have been so omnipresent that you had nothing to do but make fun of James Bond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of... from Casino Royale is in this film, too. <sighs> have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, I was okay. That's I can't, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. The original mm. Casino Royale. Yeah, I know why you say that. Because it's unwatchable. It's multiple directors, and there's no real plot. And it da 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 da. I was good theme song. Generous when I it's watchable. I mean, you can watch it. Well, honestly, it took me about a year. Oh, I would say about fifteen years to watch that entire movie from beginning to end. Okay. All right. You know, yeah. it's hard to defend it. You're not wrong. I mean, Well, that's not the only insufferable the spy parody from the 1960s. Are you a fan of Dean Martin's Matt Helm series, which is more than one? I guess no, and I'm sorry to say that because maybe the Dean Martin fan page people are listening. We want to give a shout-out to I love ilovedinomartin.blogspot.com that apparently a couple of years ago uh, listened to our episode with... Kiss Me Stupid, starring Dino. Yeah, and uh, they gave a nice. Uh, we, they're very nice to us, and uh, we appreciate the plug and the, the mention and being part of that world. But yeah, so I hate to say it with with heavy heart. Those some of the Dean Martin, uh, Matt Helm movies are just insufferable. I mean, <laughs> it's just it, that's where more, uh, uh, Austin Powers came from was just those movies. But 
What, with um, uh, what was his father? Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine was what? Alfie? No, he wasn't a spy. The man well, he was the... Alfie, but he was also. Yeah, he was a. Wasn't that. Remember, he was the father in Austin Powers 2. I think that was because. Oh, he was right. You're absolutely right. Out of. No, in the I third one. Austin Powers was parodying. Parody. Parody. His character. We're watching uh, animated uh, opening credits with, with yeah, Jingle. They're horrible. Eric Sykes. Yeah, so uh, Martin, 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 uh, excuse me, Michael Michael Caine was uh, in the third Austin Powers, and he was the father Uh, of both Austin Powers and Dr. Evil. Oh, they're brothers? I think so. right. All right. I forget what happened in that while. (laughs) Mike Myers says, you know what? I'm done. We we are still waiting for the fourth movie. I'm still holding my breath. Austin Powers will show up like in um, not. I mean, Mike Myers shows up in the Hollywood movie, Holly, Halloween movie. Right. Oh yeah, right. Michael Myers. He's killing it in that movie. He's Mike Myers is killing it. Michael. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop. Okay, thank you for acting with my self control too. We're still watching the opening credits as we watch Paw Prince go across the, the credits. They should have really cleaned it up before they uh, released it to the theaters. Well, I'll just let you know, we met Francis Trevelyan, who's a famous veteran, who's a big deal veterinarian, and he has affairs with girls, okay? okay. Francis Trevelyan. And we met Stanley Farquhar, who's like the, our hero of the whole movie. He's like the head spy. And we also met Wrigley, his like sidekick, the guy he bosses around. Wrigley, get out of the window! Wrigley, get <laughs> down! Oh, sorry, sir. My sole purpose is Look to how- say, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Look how England. Look how England. Now, is this suburbs or the city? I can never figure out how nice these houses and apartments are. London has a, mi- a downtown. It's sort of like a midtown, really. It's by the water, the o- the river. Right. And then it spreads like in L.A. And as it spreads, it turns into suburban looking. It looks like this house. Well, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Now, look, his brat children. See what his kid did? Switched he ate up the guy's his- egg. Yeah, he switched. And now our haha, I'm a funny guy, Mr. Fakwa, pretends he's no, you know, he's an actor. See, he's reading a James Bond book. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing that just drives me crazy about these spy parodies is that they were so obsessed with make, sending up James Bond. Yeah, the joke here is he's like a suburban family man, like a civil servant, like a pet, pet, pencil pusher, but he's not. He's really a spy. So now, that's the joke. Now, what did the uh, veterinarian say to the bird? Um... Squawk! I don't know what. Glad to see you, Bach. <laughs> what? Oh, Is glad Bach to see you, Bach. Bach? Like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sound effect joke. Oh, I got a good joke oh. for you, Carl. And I've been saving Just this joke for, for you. Okay. All right. Necrophilia Wade's World. Necrophilia Wade's World. Party time. It's excellent. Hey, Wade, there's a dead corpse on the side of the road. Showing way, swing. <laughs> ne- necrophilia waits world. I would never say that in, in present company. Right now, it's like 
We've got a making an essay. What's my dad's job? Because tell them to mind their own business. I can't tell you that. I'll say he's dead. Look at his accent. Oh, we'll tune it up for the accents. Did they have breakfast of eggs and American bacon? My old man, the Dutchman, he wears a Dutchman's hat. He wears Look at that slow bird. Children! Oh, time to set the clock. That is the house with a clock on its mantle by the wall. And now we get the complaints like, you're not ambitious at your job. I'm scrimping all the time. <laughs> you get me some wages. They have great accents, man. It's a ter- terrific film for that. So we'll, 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 I'll, I'll move up the volume here and there so we could hear these wonderful accents here. But I find it very hard now the children are growing up. Here we go. Same old gramophone record. You're not getting any more housekeeping money. Well, boom! Same old rig toad. <laughs> Updating the joke. The Here we French go. Flintstone of uh, of England. Oh yeah, Ralph Cramden of England. But Ralph, British Ralph, King Ralph. King Ralph, I remember that dumb movie. Oh, I, there was a time I saw that with John Fonseca, and it was so bad. We we were at the Claremont in Montclair, New Jersey, and it was so bad. We got up as well as the other two dudes that were in the theater. And we went to the other uh, theater. Yeah, I just walked into... I used to do the... I, no, I worked there exactly when you're talking about when right. that movie was playing. W- so, was I there that night? I don't know, but you know what movie we walked into after leaving King Ralph? What's that? Scenes from a Mall with Bette Miller and Woody Allen, <laughs> which is even worse. And oh, all four of us right. was like, oh, this is worse. You know, I, I don't remember that film, and I remember all... Okay, so look, he puts on his handcuff. Right. Right? Well, but he didn't put boy. his jacket on first. Oh, so he's got the sleeve to deal with and yeah. the handcuff and the... Right, he can't do it. Ba, 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 You're ba, ba, a right ba, ba. smart one. So this movie is good, huh? Well, it's not 100% sucky. It's not 100% sucky, okay. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> I, I, IMDb, IMDb rating not a hundred percent sucky. Was it so, double digits? Double there, digits. <laughs> Dolly Parton was double digits. Oh, uh, so are He's my on hands. The wrong side of the road, he is. Oh yeah, what's up with that driving, huh? Don't get me started. Now, Wrigley, he's been there all night watching them do it. Ba 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 ba. What's his, now, oh, I think it's, I think that's, see, he's got a, a car phone, a cell phone. Right. But you see how it's a real phone. Well, that's how they had them back in the day. You, you could have a car phone, it would, but it would be a, a, land, a receiver with a giant right. antenna on your car. Right. And it would be like a box when people are in the army. And right. they'd go and they would crank it up. Vroom, vroom, vroom. I don't think it was that far. Well, this is 1966, but it's a spy. Yeah. Spy movies, their cars can do anything. Yeah, watch him light his oh! on fire. That's our funny joke. So if you had a spy car, uh, what, what would you want in it? I would want those things where I could drop the tax. So if some oh, motherfucker yeah, is sure. right up close on me tailgating, I'd be like, take that! 
It's more effective than my middle finger. I would advise to have it come out of the back of the car because if it spews out of the front of the car, your tires too will get caught. <laughs> what a good, you know, you're, you, you're good for foresight. That's true. It's a little spy car out. life hack. <laughs> Ejector seat? Uh, no, because you'd get ejected. No, for you the know? passenger, passenger ejector seat. Oh, 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 oh. I would have well, um, back seat ejector. So if someone says, hey, Mike, can you help me move? I would press the button and the back seat will fly off. I go, no, I got a two-seater, man. <laughs> <laughs> can you drive our friends over? Nope. Is this so cute? now we get the, uh, no, we, oh, we're just getting a comparison. You know, this guy was just in Istanbul, and he's off to so-and-so next week. You know, he's doing the real missions. Oh, and, and this guy's uh, just a loser with right. a bad car. Right. I think we don't understand the English culture of 66, but I think it's a joke, that car. It's like a jalopy somehow. It looks good 50 years later. It looks pretty fancy to me. Yeah. It looks yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Right. So now he's like, how did you lose your arm? And he has to admit he didn't lose his arm. Oh, he was holding that. Because of the handcuff, the earlier joke. Oh, and they got a clock in, now just look, like Maxwell Smart. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a joke. He's of the level of spy in which he punches in and he goes downstairs to his, to the office. <laughs> he's in like... Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. How low can you go, spy-wise? Right. Yeah. So he's got a big plot, and it involves the dog to get him some recognition and to get his wife off his back as he'll make a, a bob or two more, he will. Do you know my, my, whole... my spy car would have the Peter uh, Hunt theme song? The dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. The Spy Hunter theme song? Yeah, like B-52 song. Peter Gunn. Yeah, Peter Gunn, right. So if I'm like a spy motorcyclist and I'm about to like pour oil spill on someone, I could tell right. because of that music's coming. I'll be like, oh no, it's a spy car. So he's just chilling out with the secretary. Well, the joke here is she can't, she's hard of hearing. I think to do with your report. They want to see you as soon as you come in. Well, why didn't you tell me? I mean, I wouldn't have known anything about it if I hadn't asked, would I? It's a pleasure. <laughs> See? So they, they hawked that joke for a little bit. That's pretty funny. Okay, just received a text from my son who got an A-plus in Chapter 3 chemistry test. Yay! <laughs> now his grade is a solid B-minus. The kid's making progress. Making progress. That joke's okay, making so progress, too. Meet the only famous guy... He is trading places. You know, the butler, Coleman. Hello. Oh, Coleman? That's Coleman by the mantle holding the tea? Yeah. Wow, he's, he's Indiana young. Jones guy. Dr. Marcus Brody. Colby was an okay butler. Yeah, he was. Did he make it with Jamie Lee? No. But he got to hang uh, out with them. The butler? Yeah. Certainly did not make it with Jamie Lee Curtis. No. <laughs> So now um, he's got, he's telling them the idea of, we don't know it, but it's the dog. Um, I won't ruin it for you, but you it's can, all you about can ruin the dog. It to me. If you ruin it to me, then we'll be able to reenact it when the scene comes. 
Okay, so what they're they've been they've been spying on the Prime Minister of England is going to Russia and it's like a you're a great guy trip and he's they're gonna exchange gifts and he's gonna get like some super cool pistol and the Russian premier will get a bulldog. And this bulldog will have a listening device in it. So it'll be his companion go around with him, come along, comrade dog, you know. And so they get to spy. And that makes our hero, Fakwa, big deal, big deal, because he's, uh, you know, it, it worked. And they have no idea where the leak in the Kremlin is coming from. This is so, the most convoluted but, plot since the Bible. So right now they're spying on the vet who they want to do the operation. Uh, here comes the water. Right. So the the doorman mistakenly thinks it's raining. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Because the spy posing as a window wiper knocked his bucket over the scaffolding. Yeah. That's Wrigley with his comedic hijinks that England loves so much. I love a comedic hijinks. This movie needs like a John Candy to flop around in. That would be so much better, yeah. Yeah. And it would be Eugene Levy up on the, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, doing the water. Well, geez, I'm so sorry. I didn't, That's you like, didn't tell me to Who's Harry Crumb? I don't know if you've ever seen the John Candy movie, Who's Harry Crumb? But you know what? Yeah. Ultimately, at the end, I'm still left wondering, who's Harry Crumb? <laughs> he, he was. Doesn't really answer it. No, it's amazing to me. <clears throat> oh, so... Uh, yeah, this movie... Okay, uh, we're, we're just going to now learn that Mr... Uh, m- m- excuse me, what's his... Here it is. Francis Trevelyan. Dr. Francis Trevelyan. Just like everybody loves him and he's a big success and he has a big veterinarian practice. We have to know that. Um, is everyone in the waiting room with their animal can't wait to see the vet? Uh, no, this is more like the lobby of a building where he has an apartment. I, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. The whole building is his. I just can't believe that. But. <laughs> well, it must be successful. Maybe like an old dog gave him money. Did you ever... Let's hear um, some accents. Let's hear some accents. Okay, all right, here we go. I say that. Blimey! See, I was going to get into Leona Hemsley, how she left all her money to her dog. Right. So we're in this maternity wing for veterinarian animals. Right. It's overblown. It just wouldn't be a whole building. It just doesn't make sense. Is there like a secret spy room downstairs? No, no secret spy room. He's not a spy, this guy. He's a regular vet. Who they are going to... Here comes comedic antics and hijinks. That's really scary to kind of fall off a scaffolding. I don't find that funny. Oh, really? Would that be scary to you? (laughs) No, listen, when I'm dangling from a scaffolding and I'm going, that's actually screams of terror. Oh, it wasn't. I thought you were like milking it for what it was worth. When I go, yeah, no, that's terror. That's solid fear. He's spying on dogs, man. This guy's a creeper dog. Dog creeper. Now, why would they need to spy on this vet? You know? Like, I don't know. They did some spying last night, as you know, and they got some pictures of him doing it. Okay? 
And yeah. those will come up later um, when they blackmail him. Now, it's funny, too, because I've never seen, I guess this is a grooming, but I've never been to a veterinarian or a grooming place where the owner is not staring, hovering over their dog at every moment. <laughs> right. So, oh. Uh, <laughs> he's he's, he's mouthing, help me. He's totally dangling from, uh... oh. Okay, now this is a, you know, the scene in every James Bond where they show him the gadget they've made. Anyways, yeah. two pounds. Very good. Very, very good. good. Don't throw the jacket away. The wine's very with the <laughs> Now, I'm going to whip out my penis and masturbate at you guys. I see Q, and this does what? I, it's just a thing I do. That's Louis C.K. Louis C.Q. <laughs> Louis Q.K. Louis K.Q. So here are the testing. there's the listening device. 2,000 miles, they claim. Ugh. It's a lot of noise. Bullshit. So what part of the third act will that be needed? They'll have to get it back because when the dog gets sick, they're going to open him up. Oh. They'll find it. We've got to get that dog back. Oh, the dog swallows his device. Well, it's not swallows. It's surgically implanted into him, and that's why we need our vet. Oh, man. Does, now, does the dog have the voice of Chevy Chase in this movie? Not in this movie because if he did... He'd have a, the dog is like, Ruff, Ruff, God, nah! <laughs> the dog's is very cool. English. Very British. Oh, okay, here's the umbrella. It's a parachute. Not inside, Mr. Bakwa. How many times do spies do that in the tech room? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Bond, this is a pencil sharpener. Oh, I see. And I stick a pencil in here. No, Mr. Bond, don't sharpen that pencil. <laughs> don't put your dick in there. No. Yeah, well, they wouldn't say dick. Don't insert your tally whack. <laughs> Goodness, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I've, I've got my good John Thomas right here. And what is this, Q? This is a pizza. Oh, it is. You're not eating a slice, are you? Why? Is it poison? No, it's my lunch, goddammit. Damn it. No! What? Did you just save my life? No, I saved my lunch. <laughs> save my lunch. Okay, so here comes Wrigley, and we see what happened off of the scaffolding. Oh, yeah, he fell he and broke, broke his arm. arm. Yeah. All right, let's hear some... So now our joke is... Okay, get. I fell out of my cradle, sir. Have you got the stuff? Is it safe to speak, sir? Wrigley, if we can't speak here, we can't speak anywhere, we can we? Can't After speak all anywhere. I love it. The no. joke is he, you know, he's like, is it always safe to talk? So he's putting on the water and turning up the radio. They're, they're in the basement of the spy building. Yeah. Yeah. If we can't speak here, we can't speak anywhere. <laughs> you need like a cone of silence we'll get that actually in this movie really yes it's not a cone it's a sphere is it obviously like a get smart reference not at all because get smart comes after oh 
this is 66, Get Smart was like 69. It was like the time of the monkeys, the time of oh, right, yeah. Batman. Well, Batman was 66, but uh, it was, the Adam Families well, and, the, and the Munsters must have been on. And Bewitched. Mm-hmm. Mr. Ed, so, My Mother the Car. Some, some great <laughs> My shit. My Mother the Car? Jerry, Jerry Van Dyke's mother dies and becomes the voice of his car. Jerry Van Dyke? Yeah, from Coach. I guess I don't know that. Is Remember, that why he... He's Sick Van Dyke's to, brother. That much I knew. I knew that because my friend sent me a dick pic, and it was uh, Dick Van Dyke. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got Dick Van so I looked him up, and I found out Coach. My friend's a little more erudite. It was a picture of Dick Cavett. <laughs> Eurodice. <laughs> yes, Lord. My friend is a historical presidential guy. He, he sent me Dick Nixon from Governor California Day. <laughs> uh oh, what's in the basket? A pooch. Yes, a it's my brother. Basket case. <laughs> it's like. Hold on a second. I'm just going to. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm holding. I'm going to watch this movie here. Here we are at the vets. We got something in this wicker basket, we do's. Sexy nurse has to march off. They're hissing because they're spies. I dig the music that plays in the background. Okay, I'm back and I'm so sorry. Oh, no, it's My all right. Is off to college and I had to say, high five, son. Oh, do you need more time, Carl? Tonight, kid! No way! <laughs> you couldn't kick him out of the house fast favorite. enough. <sighs> Listen, son, I know you're going to college, me. and uh, my arm's hurting. Can you just leave? I'm holding this door open and uh, <laughs> getting a cramp. Son, you're off to school now, and please, come on. Let's go, come on. Let's go, come on. All right. Hong Kong, clear the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Son, I, I don't feel like it's an empty nest. I just want you to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it empty already. Let's I'm empty trying this to nest. have that syndrome. <laughs> I can't have the syndrome if you're still standing here. <laughs> this guy's okay, a handsome so, gentleman with a right, fancy suit. That's why he gets all the ladies. Let's listen. Let's listen. All right. Okay. He's all saying right. I'm oh, from okay. the Secret right. Service and what's this intrusion and. We are the Secret Service. And not all of it, I trust. Really? <laughs> Self evasive. Oh, here it is. Here Here's our dog. dog. An American dog. bulldog. No, you. I was expecting carrier pigeons. <laughs> like Reuters. What about? The pooch. Is that what the dog's going to be referred to throughout the movie, the pooch? Uh, I guess that was the vernacular of the times, and they called him the pooch a lot, yeah. So he goes, he goes, how did you know? know It's in the newspapers, the the headlines, he's going to be the Russian gift. You slipped up there, didn't you? Who are you working for? Come on, man, I I demand an answer. How did you know? (laughs) Listen to that accent. So great. I just love the slow burn. Right, the right, the indignation yes, and then the, st- uh, the sputtering. Yeah. Use and standard. Oh, well, didn't you tell me? We're supposed it's to be real character together. Acting. We're supposed to be. I should be told. I'm sure you don't want to. When the Prime Minister visits Moscow next week. Let me see that newspaper. 
Libras will have a bad day today. No, oh, swipe Roxy. left, governor. Swipe left. <laughs> swipe left. No, click the link on the bottom there. What, this what link? Did, no, not that link. No. What, Trump didn't Trump, Trump didn't tweet about this. No, no, Your Honor. Trump has yet to tweet about it. I don't know why. It's not <laughs> like him. Your article will appear after the ad. Do you enjoy baked beans for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he's saying, like, I refuse to operate on a dog that's healthy, that's ridiculous. And so they're going to, um, they discovered a safe, big deal. Um, he's going to, um, they're going to give him this award. It's called EOD or something. And then he'll be knighted. And he's huh. like, yes, I'll do it. Let's listen for a second. All right, all right, here we go. The right man for the job. Right job. Come to the point, man. Bigly. Do you know what I got in there? Not until you open it. No, of course not. Just well, right, <coughs> uh, right, of course. Uh... Do you know what that is? I haven't the faintest idea. It's a transmitter. You would think he was gay were it not for him hanging all these ladies, but it's just England. It's yeah. not. It's oh. posh. It's posh. Yeah, if you know your history, Carl, you know that everyone in England sounds homosexual. <laughs> it's a I'm proper learning. English. It's a proper Englishman, that's all. Well, it's a transmitter and, a, and they're going to put it in the pooch. Right. And then, the, yeah. I just wanted to... Find out the name of the award. Like, we would honor you with an EOD. And, the, like, the queen gives it. Um, anyway, it, it would be very good for business. I mean, if you, in England, you would go to, like, some profession person and it said, like, you know, sir, something, you know, he's knighted, and <laughs> has this award. So your dog, like, Queenie. Everyone would go, yeah. Yeah, so Duke gets sick or Queenie gets sick, and you're like, well, mm -hmm. this veterinarian has an OED. Right, it has to be the best. OBE. He's of the highest class, you see. I, it's all stratus, class, economic, it's all income. Now, meanwhile, hippies were hanging out in 1966, right, in England? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think that was very early. I think that was. I think America was the was where the hippie was born, right? And England copied it once they, you know, in the same way they copied beatniks. Oh, you're not gonna get into the Rolling Stones again, are you? I get <laughs> it. Led Zeppelin ripped off a blues guy. <laughs> wow, I'm so I'm so excited we're no, but, still alive and there's a lawsuit still for Stairway to Heaven. What a world that we live in. Yeah, yeah. weird, right? Yeah. Listen, the, uh, in 1966, I think Rolling Stones was like, um, hey, you, get off of my cloud. You know, I think they were just doing their mother's little helper. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, it wasn't hippie days of... All the month. All the month. <laughs> With the Hell's Angels. You ever see that documentary? It's excellent. Um, I didn't see the documentary, but I know it from reading... I used to love Rolling Stones when I was like 15, 16. I read all these books about them. Right. I learned all about the incidents. Okay, so he's agreed to do the operation, and there he is doing it. 
What, the spies in the operating room? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. And why would his nose be exposed? Well, he's not a veterinarian, that's why. Oh. But he's a spy, and he has his nose out for spy business. I, I got nothing, Carl. I don't know why he's... I don't even know why okay, they... Okay, so now we're going to test, okay? We're going to test the transmitter. He's going to... Oh, so the dog's going to eat. He'll be like, crunch. No, it just... Uh, Fakwa will talk around him, and they'll just see if it can be picked up. And oh. when it can, they'll get ecstatic. It works! It works! We're getting a first message from our spy dog. Right. Good boy. Who's a good boy? Good boy. Here, eat this yeah, liver. Right. It's disgusting. If they were doing trans- transcripts. They would get a lot of that, right? Yeah. The you Russian, are. Uh, the Russian premier going, that's a good dog. Come over here. Come here. That's a good dog. That's a good dog. Read me, <laughs> read me the deposition. That is a good dog. Come here. Honey, what do you think of my borscht? It's delicious. Here, boy, have some more borscht. Ooh, but side. Yeah, testing, Roy. <laughs> it's just this dog. Testies, testies. I see dog testies. Do testies. <laughs> he says you don't need to be so close. What's what, all right? Testing one. <laughs> Hello there, dog. And then they're like, oh, right, that works. Wow. Are you getting that? Yes, sir. It's like so amazing. Big deal. It would be awesome okay, if... so you know yeah. Matahari, Matahari, right? Matahari was a great American hero, am I correct? No, oh, it was no, a spy, though. It was, I think it was a woman, I don't know. So the tagline yeah. is... This is a riot for every Tom, Dick, and Matahari. Because they're spies. So stupid. It was like the teen so sex comedy of the day. It's just these endless spy parodies. Waiter, there's a spy in my soup and Martin and Rossi. That's a good one. <laughs> Waiter, there's a spy in my soup. <laughs> Here comes the pooch. As a symbol of friendship between our two countries. This it's is a like a bulldog. This is the reason why the president doesn't like dogs. You know, he doesn't have a dog or a current dog president, right? Because it, it might be like a, China should give him a dog. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's a listening device. But Russia doesn't need to give him a dog for listening device. This is <laughs> transparency, full transparency. Yeah, I guess you're so, right. They didn't need a dog this time. Okay, so um, there's a, an appearance of a famous dog in this uh, movie, and it's not him. It, oh. The dog's name is Pickles. So huh. in March of 1966, this trophy for the World Cup was stolen. It's the Jules Renette trophy. Uh, and it was only four months before the World Cup. And, you know, they arrested some guy. There was investigation. It was all. Was, was it a cat burglar? Boom, boom, psh. Dog and the dog sniffed him out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happened was this guy took his dog for a walk and the dog sniffed around it and it was the World Cup wrapped up and it got returned. And to me, the man found it. The man found it. The man should be in the movie, it. not this dog. Right. So anyway, the dog's name was Pickles and he went on TV a lot and he was in this movie. Cute. And yeah. 
Well, I look forward to seeing Pickles, the uh, Wonder Dog. He's one right. of the greatest British heroes. Found a, a dog trophy in the park. Now, still to be funny, he died chasing a cat, <laughs> and he got hit by a car. Really? In the next, yeah, in the next year. <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the dog made about 5,000 pounds, and that's 10 grand, and in 1966, that was enough to get a home, you know, so he that's moved a, on to a nicer neighborhood. Right. It's about 8,000 pounds back then to uh, hire a cat assassin to uh, kill your dog. <laughs> a, do- a hit. There's a Daily Mail from 1966 announcing the well, success. They're saying, they're saying that the you know they have a leak in the Kremlin and it's amazing. He just notes everything, and it's because everybody's whispering in the Premier's ear, and we get to overhear it all. So. On the dog. Huh. Um, maybe we'll see pickles. Not yet. Um, Okay, so now our veterinarian friend is winning his award, his OBE or whatever. Good. And we have Coleman the butler again. It's all politics, though. He just did a favor, that's it. Let's listen to their posh accent. All right. Hello. Oh, I'd say. Charming Capolante, sir. Charming Capolante. That's the doggy fellow, isn't it? It's the doggy fellow. Should be over here, my congratulations, sir. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. See, they think That's he's right. a peasant. <laughs> I love these old-timey hats. Right. So now Great we hats. get a joke where he is—he meets the queen. Oh, here he is, and the dog's really upset. Oh, I, I beg your pardon, Your Majesty. I'm so sorry. I think that might have been a look-alike to the Majesty's I'm dog so at the time, or something. This is so old that the Queen of England is still the same lady. Yeah, she's a teenager. Well, the Jubilee was... That's how old this film is. It's still the same queen. Yeah. The joke is she's ancient. Okay, it didn't work. No, that's good. There's an old joke... It's very deserved, sir. There's an old Joan Rivers joke from What Becomes a Semi-Legend Most. She's talking about Charles and Diana's wedding. And she's saying that the royal family look like dogs. If you call out Queenie, Rex, and Butch, uh, what do you think is going to show up? (laughs) (laughs) Queenie, Rex! What's Butch? What's that? I don't know if Butch... uh, There's Duke. Duke. Oh, yeah. Good one. She was funny, man. She was witty. So they're having a Kremlin meeting, like in this obscure, weird ass place. So the, the room can't be bugged, and yeah. The deliverance and it's impromptu, thrown together. Only in spy movies. Here comes the pooch. Here comes the pooch. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's the people who wrote this. It was they're they're famous in in. Uh, in England, Roy yeah. Galton and Alan Simpson. Now, Alan Simpson sounds familiar, so I looked it up, but no, there's an American Alan Simpson. It's a different guy. And um, they wrote it for Peter Sellers. Oh, he would have been good in this. Yeah. He was supposed to be Fakwa. Oh. But just like our Dean Martin movie, uh, My Favorite Martian got it over, like... Uh-huh. Who was it? That great actor. Um, oh, it's Kiss Me who, Stupid. Ray Bolger had the role. I don't remember. He was, um, 
Oh, he's such a fame factor. I don't think Peter Sellers would have made this movie better. No, you know, I mean, he would have uh, played a meek. He would have done this little stifling. There'd probably be a lot more sexy girls in this movie. <laughs> yeah. See, there's Wrigley, like, looking out the window, just doing a lookout, sir. A lookout? That's our headquarters. <laughs> Get down from there, man. Oh, right, because they're in the basement. Yeah, believe it or not, this was nominated for two Golden Globes. It didn't win. Oh, Golden now, Globe, golden, you say? Yeah. Now, as you know, okay, a Golden Globe was much less prestigious in 60s. Uh, you know, it, all of a sudden in the 90s, they said, you know, we need something to compete with the Oscars. No, well, it's usually like a golden week before Globe. the Oscars, two weeks before the Oscars, they announce it. That starts, that kicks off the Oscar race, is whatever wins mm-hmm. the Golden Globes or gets nominated. Because it so narrows it down. So we have an American general. And all we're establishing is that this woman is a spy. Now, she was in Casino Royale. Ba, 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 ba. Let me guess. She played... Uh, my head's going to explode. She, I don't know. She was in a spy school. She was a female spy assassin. She was a female spy. She was third female <laughs> spy to the right of the oh, other two females. Oh, you mean her credits? Sp- You're right. You're right for her credits. That is what she was. She was oh. always in the spy movies. And she was low-level. Her name's Dahlia? No, it's Dala Lavi. And she's Natasha Romava, Princess Natasha Romava. This guy is literally into her breasts, like just went motorboating. So once she finds out what she needs, she like blows off the general. Oh, yeah. And the general is, yeah. Yeah. And then the general could drive around in a convertible with Shaq, if I, if I know what it, the general from TV Oh, uh, do you mean car insurance general? Uh, yeah, the car insurance general. You have that? Because yeah. the thing is, that's so low budget looking. I thought it was just a local, like, Jersey thing that's in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, he's ubiquitous. He's like a, he looks like a screensaver. He looks like a CD-ROM cover. Get some money. Save from the general every time. <laughs> <laughs> It's like so low budget, those commercials. But they have Shaq on them. The general, well, what, know, how can I save and it's car insurance? Oh, with the general, you can save on car insurance, Shaq. Let's drive together in my convertible. Uh, right, he, he's he, the, the general. general's given him, uh, she, he gave her chocolate bars and nylons. It's like a huh. World War II joke. Generally speaking. He, he says, I didn't know you Europeans were still so grateful. That's a British joke. Generally speaking, did you hear me say boom, boom, Thank you. Wow, that was Whoa. really... Phew. Here comes British Don Knox. <laughs> you deserve a promotion for that right joke of such a high caliber. Ooh, they got a spy uh, projector. Good evening, Mrs. Phelps. What you're about to see. Your mission, should you choose the district. <laughs> the mission district. <laughs> it's the mission district. Had he ever said no to a mission? Not in this. Uh, I don't know. On the TV okay. show, The Mission Impossible. His- his child, Fakwa's child, will now feed him worms. 
Just a little asshole, this kid. Feeds his sleeping father. Once. Yeah, the father's asleep and the kid goes up and puts shit in his mouth. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> I'm a nice worm, Dad. Now, he's Can't. so English stereotyped the way he ties onto his head that bandana. Uh-huh. That's so English. I, 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 I do. That's how, how, do, how do you tie your bandana over your head? I just, I guess I do it like one of them sweaty do-rags, like the biker people. Ooh, latest issue of Town Magazine. Remind me to subscribe, resubscribe. It's been a while. Yeah, they don't, they don't actually produce it anymore. They don't make it. But you can go on eBay and get all the Town Magazines you want. Huh. Well, I just want 12 issues a year. So now she's been told about Fakwa. And he's got something in his briefcase, you know, like... So, they've been wildly successful, and all this Kremlin information is coming out. Um, and so, this Princess Romania, she's been hired now to, to, like, go to bed with this guy. And See, in the beginning of the film, he's like, James Bond's got girls in her bed. Oh, I never had me a girl in my bed. And the wife's <laughs> like, you'd better not. Any old way. So that's all going to play out. Right. Because she's going to be in this bed, and he's going to be like, ah, in the first time in a 15-year career, it's finally happened. And then later, the wife's going to be all jealous because he was honest with his wife. He doesn't fall. He doesn't sleep with her. He's a good guy. So Peter some, Sellers would have banged her. Sometimes you never shoot one off in, in, in line of duty. <laughs> you go decades, and you never fire it off once. <laughs> it's smart it's smart yeah you talking about your gun no so he's gonna have a shag he's talking about his love gun don't be crude Wrigley don't be crude where are they now they're at his bachelor pad oh he's got a spy umbrella well, he's like, don't be ridiculous. He's like, you know, Wrigley's checking into his hotel room. So he's like, oh, you know, being all, I don't know. That's the whole running gag. He's super serious about being a spy the whole time. Look it's at his a, I'm English hat. Well, he looks like John Peel from the Avengers because he's got like a bowler cap oh. and, a, and an umbrella. Yeah, but, but John Peel, is that his name? He, no. he meant it. He was an upper class. Oh, you know what? I take it back. John Peel was the name of a DJ from England. I'm, the, I'm mixing up Emma Peel, who played his, uh -huh. uh, the actress who played his assistant, his partner. But In I'm talking the about the Avengers. The Avengers. Yeah. The guy with the bowler. Okay, the bowler hat was like a hat of business class, right? It meant I was a mid-level manager kind of person. Yeah. I go into my job, I sit down and I crunch numbers all day and I would did valuable service for a class of people in my country. It was a uh, the bowler was a class signal that said I I'm in I work for a large company, I'm in business. Right. This is what uh, Laurel and Hardy were? Mm, uh, yes, but it was that's in America at a different Time. Gotcha. So it didn't mean the same thing. All right. You know those row houses yeah. in England? We yeah, just that saw would some. be the thing. 
Yeah, so it'd be like a slanted avenue with row houses, and everyone would come out in their bolas every morning and get in the car. And... There's like a lady spying his bed. What? Let's listen Good to evening. him. Good evening. It's happened. After 23 years in the service, it's finally happened. <laughs> There's a girl in me bed. <laughs> Who are you, madam, and what are you doing in my room? I was waiting for you, Stanley. Stanley? Stanley? You don't mind. How do you know my name? How He's you... covering up his pecker. What are you up to? Yeah. Oh, just going swing. You're one of these women who look in a hotel Necrophilia room and find someone like looking mud whip up to his room and ten minutes later your husband comes barging in demanding money. Well, you pick the wrong money up. Hey, Wade. You know, Garth, dead people never pay for their own funeral. Yeah, that's why it's called the stiff. <laughs> so, wing... <laughs> Neck, necrophilia wins. Necrophilia world. time. Excellent. Yeah, uh, Wayne. There's a pile of dead bodies right at our bed. Swing. Swing. How much lube have you got? Oh wait, no, I'm mixing things. You're mixing it up. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he, this I would imagine guys. with necrophilia, you would need a lot of lube. lube. Well, come on, I mean. Huh. Bombing fluid, maybe. So she's like, this could have been fun, but you had to ruin it, you know. Couldn't just sleep with me and I trick you. So I'm just going to take your briefcase. Now, in the, this is the poster. On the internet, like, when you're trying to look up this movie, it almost never, there's almost no information. But there's there was no always, dog. like, movie poster sites. And it would be her. Where's the shot? Where's the shot? She, well, she's in a black teddy holding a gun. Yeah. Right. There it is. That would be the picture. Ah, uh, fired it off. Yeah. You shot me. Umbrella you have. Why would they use it a picture a of a girl in a teddy for this film? It has nothing to do with the dog. No, it does. Uh, She's hired by the Russians to find out who who the spy is. Like, where's oh, the I leak? see. Oh, now he's going to use the parachute. He's safe. Take guys, you throw him off while he's holding an umbrella. Right. Whoa. Oh, what Whoa. freedom. To, to parachute in your underwear? It's dangling. <laughs> of course, his underwear is like a jumpsuit. Right. I, it's um, Bobby, it is. A Bobby cop. He's got some evil cop eyes. There's a good lad. No, I'll tell you. No, no wait a minute. Hang on, hang on. Confidentially, between you and me, I am a British Secret Service agent. Really? Yes. And there's an old pair girl up in that room up there who's been shooting at me, and she's yes, got my well, dispatch case. No, I there are a lot of vital documents in it. Oh, you, you don't believe me, do you? Oh, and he made the front page. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Usually you just get kicked out of a hotel. They don't really put make it front page news. Breaking. Crazy man in city. Ah, Indiana Jones guy's back. I thought he was done. He's got a couple more. So which one was he in Indiana Jones? The first one? No, he's always been Dr. Marcus Brody. In the first one he was there. Second one he was there. I don't know about... 
I'm not sure, but he's a, he was a recurring character. Gotcha. You know, he was like at the university in, in the first one when Indy, he's like, oh, Brody's gone. He'll blend in. And then you see him going, hello, does anyone speak English? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> he was a regular. Gotcha. All right. Well, I know him from training places. That's good enough for me. Coleman. Yeah. Your friends did seem to enjoy themselves. Don't freeload us. No, sir. I'd stake my career on it. You already have Farquhar. Yes, sir. Farquhar. That reminds me of Shrek, right? King Farquhar. Like fuckwad. Um, oh, no, I don't think it's... Maybe it's intended to be. It reminds me, too, but I think maybe it's not intended to be fuck... Uh... Well, like fuckwad. Yeah, I think that's an American. The Brits don't say fuckwad? <laughs> I guess I, I would say probably not. <laughs> they say quim. That's pretty stupid. What is a quim? Oh, uh, uh, let me show you. No, and the shag. That's like the worst thing you could say. But other words like cunt you could say all day long. Right, right. Yeah, it's not a big deal there. What a crazy so it country. It didn't win any Golden Globes, by the way. It was just nominated. The director did um, Raisin in the Sun in 61. Wow. So, like, you'd think he was, yeah, he really did. And then he didn't do crap until all the way, until he did Ford Apache, The Bronx, 1981. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Paul I, Newman. I also know he did the uh, Kenny Loggins movie, uh, Kenny Loggins' uh, Six Pack with Michael Anthony Hall. And I almost, oh. I, I picked this movie over that one. I, I didn't know that. Um, it's uh, He's like a NASCAR driver, Kenny Loggins. And uh, really? he stops off at a town and these orphans steal, strip down his car and winds up they work for a corrupt politician and he adopts the six kids. And uh-huh. one of them, and they all have like kooky names and Michael Anthony Hall is Doc. And I think it's the only Michael Anthony Hall movie. This is how I was picking the film. I wanted to see Out of Bounds. Michael Anthony Hall did a movie he had an option to do Full Metal Jacket, and he did this start in this movie where he's a mistaken uh, c- civilian as a spy type of movie, and uh, he's in running around Los Angeles. Instead of Full Metal Jacket? Instead of Full Metal Jacket, he did Out of Bounds. Wow. So I couldn't find that for free. I did find out it just a bit, that he was uh, in Six Pack, and then I realized the director directed this spy movie. So that's, that's how I wound up with this one. Yeah. So you didn't read about this one years ago. It makes sense you wouldn't have. No, I mean, I knew the spy spoofs uh, genre of its time, mm-hmm. but I had never seen this one, so. And I also know the, the dog movies. Like, we had a, we, I love uh, Oh, Heavenly Dog. Oh, so she's dancing in the background. Yeah, it's supposed to be funny. This, this scene doesn't advance the plot. He's got, she's got his briefcase, and so she's, looking through it and she's this is his personal journey journal of his 28 years and or 23 years in the service and like she, for memoirs and she's insisting to read this topless <laughs> the, the director insisted she did. <laughs> here's a weird thing i found on the internet it sort of doesn't make sense to me it claims that paul simon was asked to write the songs for this movie but turned down the job huh. now paul simon in 1966 was Definitely a so un-American, not in this clique, it and was wasn't the, very famous. It was him. It was Simon and Garfunkel. 
So Not it, Paul Simon. So it, it was really the Paul Simon from Simon and Garfunkel. Well, I don't know. It could be like a British Paul one. Simon. At, yeah, maybe you're right. But no, but you know, there's no real songs in this movie, is there? Do, do, do they actually stop no. and do a musical song? No, there's the the theme song with the dog animation in the beginning. Right. And that's about right. And then there's like we just heard that kind of sixties dumb music like you know, that kind of sound that yeah. I don't know who was ever a fan of. How about, are you going to Scarsboro Dog Fair? <laughs> that's how you got noticed for this you know who would be good? Yeah. Who wrote that dog song? Why do we get Garfunkel? Oh, too doggy. Too doggy. Too doggy. Wasn't uh, Art Garfunkel in like uh, movies in 1966? He acts? Yeah, yeah, he was with Jack. Oh, I don't know. I know. I think later. I don't know if it was 66. I think it was later. It was like later. 69. I think. Catch but it 22. Was the Jack Nicholson one. Yeah. Where he did all of the. Um, he slept with all the girls and. And I think he was the star of uh, Bachelor Party. Really? Art Garfunkel? Yeah. Which Bachelor Party? You know, the the one with... Um, Tom Hanks? She's, yeah. No, no, it wasn't Tom Hanks. It was Art Garfunkel. If you take a look, <laughs> go back and look at that film. I know how you can miss... In, yeah, I must, I must have forgot, forgot he started in it. Now they're in the spy chamber. Now, oh. now look, see, the the wife is there. Because yeah. she insists on going with you. You're not sleeping with any lady. You're being ridiculous. It's an embarrassment, me wife, with me. Like James Bond's wife. You are not sleeping yeah. around. I have not lost me attraction for you. It's over here, sir, this door here. Usually it's Wrigley being the dummy, but this time... Well, he's in front of his wife. Fuckwad. Yeah, he's off his game. He's off his game. Look how he wiped the... Oh, somebody else. Batman and Robin. I trust you didn't strain anything on landing. Don't you stop. I've had quite enough with her. Please, come in. Oh, he's got a whip? Yeah, I don't... Is he... I don't know, for his vet... There's a lion rug... Yeah, that's that's how most rugs work. I mean, it, Carl. Yeah, they lie on the. Oh, that's a good one, Mike. It's a lion rug. Uh, all rugs. Oh, you mean lion. compared to putting it on the wall? No. Okay, so now the woman from last night is there, and so Fakwal will freak out, and the wife will freak out. Yeah, but at least she's wearing clothes. The wife accuses him of pretending to act surprised. They're ribbing him for being on the front page. It's a arrest that woman. It was a slow news day. Away, sir. I'm going to arrest you. I am. <laughs> You're just pretending to be surprised. You knew she'd be here. I was right to come. I would have totally brought a kid to this movie. I mean, like it's a movie about a dog spy. You'll love it. Yeah, right. I haven't seen that dog in a good while. Values. Maybe they spent their budget so on pickles. She, she says, I discovered uh, that you are, um, 
you know, that you, you put a listening device into the dog. Uh, but I, you know, so I'm successful in my mission, but I could be unsuccessful for 30,000 quid. No, she doesn't talk that way. She's got like a European accent, but she tries to blackmail them. She'll not tell Russia the truth if they pay her a bunch of money. That's good. But not real money, British money. Yeah, not real money. Pounds. Quid. Yeah. Bob. If you steal 20 million pounds, like how can you walk out of the bank without being caught? I know. It's You need a forklift and a truck. Yeah, a, that's a lot of pounds. You need an airlift. That is heavy. And then, Have you got five pounds? Yeah, I'm trying to lose it myself. Sometimes they call them stone, right? They call it stone, yeah. And don't, and don't get me started about the euro. They always forget the sauce. Never wrap it up. I don't get it. Like a, like a euro. Like a, like a uh, oh, a euro? Euro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how's the euro doing against the dollar? Well, it's $5 for a euro. <laughs> That's $5 for a euro. <laughs> That's a horrible exchange rate, it is. It's six fifty if you want the combo. Which is with the rice. Is it? Yeah, you got French oh, fries and a Coke. Oh, back again. There we go. God, he's so young. Yeah. Right now, they're ribbing him. You have to pay this woman a bunch of money, and it's um, the same as the price of exporting uh, Max for a year, and that's like a raincoat, a rain slickers, a Max. Oh, I see. I guess. Oh, hey, the dog's back. The title of the yeah. character. Pooch, pooch. Ew, peach. And that's the Russian premiere. You see, we're spying on him, and it's successful. And they're recording it. Who is good boy? You are a good boy. Do you like it when I tickle your ears? I don't know why they didn't make that as a joke. They're getting hours and hours of that. Oh, yeah. Is this a long movie, Carl? 93 minutes, so it's um, oh, it's an a hour and a half smart. about. Yeah, that's about right. It's all filmed in New York. Um, really? I don't. We wouldn't know. Um, oh, excuse me. Did I say New York? Yeah, New York what City. What was? I'm so sorry. If it was filmed in New York, like I was saying, we would know the location. Right. Like, but no, it's all filmed in England. So, Fakwa, where he was arrested from the parachute, that was in front of the Royal Garden Hotel. You know the one on Kingsington High Street in London. Uh, no, I don't remember that hotel. Oh. Okay, well, later on we'll be at the airport, and of course that's Heathrow. I mean, who hasn't walked through Heathrow a million times, right? Am I right? Oh, yeah, don't right? get me Heathrow walking. Phew. Now, the Kremlin they always, exterior... They always walk on the wrong side of the... Pram, uh, the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, terminal. The planes fly on the other side of the sky <laughs> of, in England. It sucks. You get to England, and over the Atlantic, they, like, cross paths as everyone switches lanes. Um, yeah. Now, the Kremlin exteriors, you'll see Kremlin exteriors later, and they weren't done in the Kremlin. They were done, of course, as you can guess, you've seen these buildings. Castle Howard, uh, Conisthrope, North Yorkshire, England. You, right? Those buildings are just like it. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. So you're saying the, uh, the Russia stuff looks like England. Yeah. I mean, haven't you ever draw, driven through Castle Howard, Conisthrope? 
Thorpe, North Yorkshire. Is that how you pronounce it? Wow. This looks like the Kremlin. <laughs> when I drive by Derby Size Sherber uh, North uh, uh, North Sherbert Shire. <laughs> you, yeah, you read it, and then when you actually hear it pronounced, it's like Main Street. Yeah, right. Yeah. It is to them because um, so they're like, we need to get the dog back because the dog will. The dog has been sick. And so he's like, I know how we'll get the dog. Like, they have. To, how will they get the dog back? His idea is to make a sex noise and lure out the dog. Oh, with, yeah. And then they'll swap the dog. That's for, what I tell my know, wife, too. I said, honey, I'm going to go out to the park and lure, seriously lure dogs because <laughs> I think one of them is a spy. So he came up with the idea in the middle of the night. And he goes, sex, that's the old do it, sex. And she wakes up and he goes, he go, she goes, what? And she, he goes, sex. And she goes, you'll be lucky. <laughs> oh, here's some go-go dancing. Yeah, after they said sex a million times, they go to this unsexy go-go dancing. Well, I guess this is when people still went to nightclubs, dressed up and you go, but instead of like Count Basie, it was just like a 60s go-go dancer. Well, there's, there's telephones on these tables. Okay, I don't know. You That's, go down to an area where you could get calls from people who want to meet. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what we're going to... That was also in the Jim Can, uh, Jim Carrey movie, Twice Spitting. Ah. I didn't see that, I don't think. It's a very early movie of his where he... Uh, Lorraine Hunnan's a vampire, but he's at a bar where it has uh, the phones on the table, like a dating bar. Is it worth it? Twice bitten? Should I see it? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> how many right. Jim Carrey movies have you seen? I mean, you might as well see them all. Okay. He's super I young. don't carry. I don't carry. Oh, they're, but they're like old-timey phones where you put the, yeah. the bell to your ear. Now, in 66, this was an old-timey phone. I mean... In the 40s, they switched from these phones to early 40s. Before we got into the war, they switched from these phones to that handheld so, one. Is this an old dance hall from the World War II and they had phones like this? Or is this just the worst spy movie? I doubt it. Yeah. I just don't know. <laughs> Talking about a dog. <laughs> right. Is the pooch now? Oh, no. It's the, it's the go-go. Just get a little belly so, dancing in. We have 93 minutes. So the reason we're here is, um, for some reason, the, the girl likes Fakwa. I don't know why, but this real-life dating now, this huh. girl likes Fakwa. So um, the belly dancer has a bulldog who looks exactly like the one at the Kremlin, and the vet knows this because he uh, you know, treats the dog. So they're going to go and get the dog and that's why they're at this go-go play okay I gotcha and that's what I told my wife <laughs> that's right <laughs> I would love to those bars sound like fun you yeah, sit there right? yeah the thing is like I always just I mean you know me I would just be dialing all the girls right I wouldn't <laughs> be sitting there politely waiting for a call is this table four <laughs> No, you got the wrong number. This is table six. 
Did you mean to call table six? You take a look. Uh, no, no, no. I meant to call table four. So he comes over and says, are you talking to that man? I really must speak with him. And she's like, oh, the competition's getting harder. It was like a gay joke. Oh, I got you. <laughs> the joke was that he didn't use the phone. No, no. he wanted to say... He was interested in He agreed in to see me. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of kisses. He gets all the girls. He gets all the girls. I wish I knew veterinarians. This guy is like women magnets. Well, she's, she's cute. I guess these women go with their dogs, and uh-huh. then he treats them, and then he, like, they fall in love with her. Okay, so this is off to Moscow. Now that we have this new dog, we're going to uh, swap them. And that new dog and also has a transmitter. Uh, he doesn't have a transmitter. They're going to open up the dog because he's sick. Oh, well, I so they're guess they're going to discover the transmitter. So they got to swap dog. But how will they lure the dog out of the Kremlin with a girl sex dog? You know, like a I don't know. Well, they're, they're boarding sex. a plane in nineteen in the mid sixties, and she looks so well dressed, and she's sitting yeah. in, in coach. I think that has a lot to do with it being a movie more yeah. than the real life of 60s England. Because, like, you wouldn't sit next to a woman in a fur coat and coach. So now they're saying, taking the vet, you've got to come with us. You've got to remove the transmitter and so we can return the right dog because they're going to find out, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm not helping you. I did my bit. You made me a knight, for goodness sakes. So you could fuck off. And he goes, well... We know everything about you because we're verifying, and here's pictures of you banging your patient. Uh-huh. And we know your your name's really like Charlie Flock Flock, you know, with your you got a fake accent and two words, dog fucker. All right, I'll I'll do <laughs> I'll do it I'll do it. Okay, don't you, tell anyone. Don't don't show those pictures. I'm just so lonely. <laughs> Carl. You know, I open up for an X-rated hypnotist, is what I tell the police yeah. when they catch me fucking dogs in the dog park. <laughs> I can't help it. I opened <laughs> up for an X-rated hypnotist. <laughs> <laughs> when I snap my fingers... <laughs> you will fuck a dog. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever opened? Uh, for, I, I've opened for an R-rated hypnotist before. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird show. No, but the X-rated hypnotist had a punch. You, you don't have an R-rated hypnotist like we were. I took my top off. Uh, I don't have one. Well, you know, you put people in trances and then you tell them to like, you know, act like you're watching a football game or whatever. I think she looks horrible. I think she looks like uh, one of the blue meanies, a uh, different color though. <laughs> See, look at that stupid hat. She looks like, yeah, she looks like a superhero, like the Orange Avenger. Maybe she's yeah. going to like a Dragon Ball Z uh, cosplay show or something. She looks like and a Hanna Barbera cartoon. The comp- Absolutely, that's that's her real hair. Thundar. Oh, look at him! He's playing footsie on her. Ugh. He's got his hand right on her knee. Is there no one he won't bang? I will only give to him personally. Good. Now open the window. 
You yeah, can heard that. Slap that hand. Thank God they sit, they're sitting together. So he's supposed to be Peter Sellers. Yeah. That's who they wrote it for. I say, chap. Are you treating women horribly? Keep going. That's my Peter Sellers impression. Look at all that smoke. Wow, suck footage of a plane. The thing is, Air, okay, this is that England. Uh, yeah. No, but look at that. No, it isn't. That's not a stock footage of the Kremlin. Yeah. yeah, it's stock footage. But the exteriors in which they're on the side of the building and sneaking around. That's uh, okay. Western Searsireville. Kind of yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Castle Howard, Connie, Connie Thrope, North Yorkshire, England. <laughs> um, right now, they're, they're at the American Embassy. And they've come because they're they're gardeners. They're gardeners for the, oh. the embassy. But in truth, they're not gardeners. They're spies. They're pretend, right. Yeah. And they'll be in the garden late at night, and they'll sneak, sneak, sneak over to the Kremlin. Like it's an excuse to plant them in the right place. Man, uh, Russians were such a joke, I guess, back in the 60s. Well, who else were we? Yeah. Times you know. have changed. World War II had leveled Europe. What was left standing was Russia and the United States. And England was like, yeah, us too. Don't forget about us. We used to have an empire. Remember? Well, the coolest, the coolest spy in the, the James Bond is this Felix, his CIA, American counterpart. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he really just... Anytime Felix showed up, I'm like, now there's a real spy. Was it African-American? Various times, yes. It was Joe. Oh, so Felix has been another has been in several actors. Ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there was like Joe Don Baker. I think Jeffrey Wright played him once. Uh, mm-hmm. He's usually. Uh, the, I remember the one with Roger Moore. I wanted to see how you handled the lady. Oh right. And I think I saw the one with Danny. I forget the recent one in which he ran out of money. They're like, okay, we can fund you. Oh, uh, Skyfall. Maybe, yeah. Quantum of the- theorem of quantum. Solace so of now quantum. Now we're dude. in our cones of uh, quantum of solace. What a stupid name! Quantum no means idea. micro worlds, uh-huh. and so- solace means you feel com- uh, relax, uh, safe, and comfortable. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. So they're in a. I'm glad that movie failed. It, it, well, the Casino Royale, the remake, uh, got everyone's hopes up, and then that one came out, and just, psh, whatever. No, I think there were two good ones, and then there was the third one was crap. Um, Wasn't the third one Skyfall, where they go back to his house, and he starts shooting people up? <clears throat> yeah, I think Skyfall was the one in which the, uh, like, the building fell in. No, that's Quantum. He's jumping okay. from rooftop to crumbling rooftop. You know the actor who's like, oh, it's it must be a Quentin Tarantino movie. You right. know that actor. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. The bad one. He was no, not Samuel L. Jackson. Um, Steve Buscemi. Yes. No. Okay. Never mind. Let's watch the movie. Kurt Russell. Yes, Kurt Russell. Okay, so they they're go into in the, the cones of silence. Yeah, and now they're trapped. That's pretty funny. Pewitt. Okay. Whose idea was this code of silence? Scott Pewitt. 
Remember the EPA director had a cone of silence. I don't remember that. It was one of the things he purchased was so he could have private phone calls. He's retired since then. So they tried to get it open with a pen knife, didn't work. It'll be bulletproof. Now, here's the most ridiculous thing in the whole film. Okay. They will shoot a gun, and it'll go ping, ping, bang. It'll bounce all around the cones of silence, and then it'll, like, slow down so slow that he can catch it with his hand. It doesn't make sense. You'll see. Okay. They're still stuck in the globe. It's a pretty funny movie. I guess. It has potential. I don't know. There's only so many spy parody jokes you can make. Well, every film seems to make the same ones. Right. Like, not exactly, but certainly the same topics. and The gadgetry. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you know of any, like, straight-up spy movies that, that were around at this time that weren't Bond? Uh, um... The Man from Uncle. That was no, no, no. That oh was yeah, that was TV, show. but that was around that time. Um, there yeah. were other ones. Look how he caught it in his hand. Yeah, it's hot. So dumb. Puts it in Impossible. his pants. Look, if you were really in a sphere and you shot a bullet that bounced around, everyone would be shot. Yeah, you're right. You would be. It would hit you eventually. Yeah. Also, the noise would be deafening. That's you. He's, he's right. <laughs> he's not content we're going to suffocate. He wants to give us the flu. <laughs> That's what he says. He goes, what does it matter? We're all going to die. They discovered the body as a tester of the globe. Agent Smith said this was a classic globe. Oh my God, there's a skeleton of Agent Smith trapped inside. Well. But it's not trapped. It's just laying there. Is this the end of our heroes? Uh, Yes. Yes, of course. And then they die. Oh, here comes um, the cavalry. Wiggly. Well, yeah, but the joke is he doesn't gallop in like the cavalry he in a very English way <laughs> takes care of what he must first setting down the tray you know <laughs> so the guy who plays Wrigley and who everyone thinks is a great comedic actor yeah he's hard of hearing he started his career as a radio scriptwriter, by the way but he's hard of hearing but he, he has these glasses with no lenses they contain a, a bone conducting hearing aid so you can see him wearing glasses. It's really for his hearing. That's cool. And he was in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. No way, really? He had one line of dialogue. Bloody kids! Did that painting call me a queer? Um, also, he was in The Others, which is that horror film with Nicole Kidman. Oh, I like that movie. It's a scary movie. So that was his... You know, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, one scene in which he gets murdered. And, his, and, and the others film The Others. Yeah, that do was you, The Others. Do you think that's ironic that his only other film was called The Others? <laughs> yeah, his only other. 
Now, the Stanley Fakwa that we're seeing, he was in the original, not the Michael J. Fox one, the original The Secret of My Success, 1965. Oh, no way. That was a remake, the Michael Jackson? Yep. The Michael J. Fox I didn't Fox know one? that until, yep. Huh. I did not know that until this, this, this week's film. That had the race, yeah, I like The Secret of My Success. People ask me, Carl, what's the secret of my success? And I tell them it was a 1986 Michael J. Michael, Fox movie. Yeah, it's 1965 <laughs> uh, Leon Jeffries movie. 1965. Yeah, so when people ask me, Mike, uh, people ask me what's what the, the secret, secret of my of success, success is. It's a 1965 uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Lionel Jeffries movie. That was remake into a Michael J. Fox movie. Uh. Boom, boom. Yeah, right. Was the, you know, boom, well, boom. was Bum Bum in that one, or was it the race where it goes? Da, 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 da. The other yellow song that's in movies. Sup to da, sup to da, sup to da, da, What's the the secret of? In the middle of the night, they were all switching rooms to cheat right. on each other, right? I guess that wasn't secret of my success. Oh, I don't even remember that movie. I get that in Doc Hollywood mixed up. I think he gets no like... No way. Doc Hollywood's totally different. Okay. That's a blur. The secret of my success is like playing off of his role in, in uh, what's the sitcom? It's like... Oh, it's he's a conservative go-getter. Yeah, We're family. all about money. Yeah, conservative go-getter. So it, the secret of my success is like he was in business in Manhattan and he's coming up the ladder and it's all the hijinks getting there. Nice. And it was something like the, the, the he had an aunt out in the Hamptons and I forget everything about it now, but... I remember there was a diner scene where he, he falls in love with the waitress and it's like a New York City like cable car, you know, not cable car, rail car diner mm-hmm. with the neon... I have, you know what? I don't have to see that film again, but I'm going to do it. Really? Uh, it's not worth it. It can't be worth it. Um, why? <laughs> now, so there was a yellow song in that one. Was it Oh Yeah or was it The Race? It might have been Oh Yeah. Oh, More oh yeah. I the, don't remember. The British one was like, that's correct. Affirmative. Do be more careful. Right. Affirmative. Okay, so now, like, how are we going to get the dog out? And so, well, what is the dog mating call? Oh, I see. So they're trying to swap the dog, and they, to swap the dog, they're going to do a dog mating call, and the dog's going to go right. out with a boner, and they right. switch out the dog. Then they switch out the dog. Now, the one inside who's opening the door... She is our Matahari. She's our um, double, you know, traitor because she got the money. Is she working with the British Secret Service or against the British yeah. Secret Service? No, lately with. the British Secret Service are the ones that are paying her. So she's working with them. She's working with these two. But she's, she, but she's triple-crossing the British Secret Service because the dog paid her. Um, the Kremlin paid her to find out how the leaks were happening. Uh-huh. She found out it was the dog. So she went to the British and said, look, I know it's the dog, so I'm going to do my duty. But I could not tell if you pay me, and I'll work for you. And so she switched. 
Wow. Now she's with the Russian premier, pretending to be in love with him, and giving him lots of stress, because his May wife is close by. Are these British actors playing Russian? Let's take a listen. My father-in-law is a marshal of the Red Army. Her brother is a member of the Supreme Soviet. Please put your coat on. Please. So they're, they're still outside doing the uh, dog mating well, call. Yeah, right. Well, not, no. Right now, he's convincing the doctor to do it because the doctor's like, he's not feeling sexy. <laughs> you know, going, look, look at this bulldog. He's right up the stairs. Start howling. Oh, that's so funny. So he's yeah, gonna, he's got a centerfold. So he's going to make the veterinarian be the howler. Boy, I'm an ugly dog with my tongue out. Huh? Sounds sexy to me. <laughs> I guess that's how ugly tongue out dogs attract. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen. All right, all right. I'm a little engaged in this. I want to get laid. Ooh. <laughs> and these Russians are okay. stupid. Now they're spying on the. Okay, they suspected this. They weren't gardeners. They were spies, and they're finding out that they're correct. Right. Because they're right. howling. So now they're going to find out. Oh, it's the dog. It's the dog. They're going to get it now. So our heroes are sort of blowing it for themselves, even though they're there to. So here comes all these dogs. Are we going to see Mr. Pickles? I guess yes. Pickles. Oh, here comes that dog. Uh, I'm here for the orgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is what's going to happen. They're all going to descend upon them, looking to get laid. I'm here for some kibbles and bits, if you know what I'm saying. Look, there they go. <laughs> Oh, gravy Where trade. is our hero, Pickles? I'll uh, know Pickles when I see him because I saw lots of pictures of him. You know it's an orgy when someone yells, Come, Lassie. <laughs> Come home. Sit, now boy. they're swapping. On my face. Dog orgy. A commissioning dog swap. Operation dog so swap. So here's when they finally realize it's the dog there's a transmitter in the dog but they're going to get the replacement dog that doesn't have a transmitter well their plan is to get the replacement dog without a transmitter before they notice gotcha do an operation on the real dog and then return the real dog with no transmitter in them I it's convoluted but this movie answers now here comes it. Our here comes the dogs, horny dogs. Dog orgy. Running down the street. Can't wait for the dog orgy. You know, it's a lot cheaper if you bring a bitch. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you very much. I've been, you've been a good audience. My name's Mike Siegelman. Yeah, I got two jokes in. Necrophilia, Wade's World, and <laughs> dog orgy variants. That's good, Necrophilia, Wade's World. Oh, yeah. Swing with the swing. Yeah. With the swing, yeah. Show wing. 
I think this should be more of Wayne's World jokes. I think the world's ready. Sponsored by Adam and Eve Douche. Adam and Eve Sturdy Catalog. Get a dirty catalog and don't have to buy anything. Where is Pickles? All these dogs are running around England. They are, I know, you're right. It looks like the Kremlin, but it's not. It's It's England. West Honey, Hampshire. (laughs) The sunniest. (laughs) It's as sunny as they could get it. Coney Thorpe. Those dogs think they're so smug with their little tongue sticking out. They're adorable. And now he has nowhere to go. He is stuck. But the driver can't see because water's in his face. Is this the end of Fuckwad? Is this the end of Fuckwad? You see, it's a water truck. Uh huh. No, I'm trying to figure this out. He's unconscious. He got hit by a car. Uh huh. Right? That's the plot point. Okay, uh, now here's our dog, and he's removing on the kitchen table um, the, the transmitter. transmitter. Right. And now they're going to swap the dog back. Wow. That dog saved yeah. England. And now I'm going to stick this up my butt. <laughs> now, here is Fakwad. And he's also he at the vet's. at the hospital. Uh, in Russia he's been hit by a car you know in Russia operating table operates you (laughs) in Soviet Russia table operates you (laughs) so here here we have the gardener saying I'm so sorry I mixed up our dogs here is your dog back you have our dog and we have yours oh they're not pretending it's the same dog at least Right, they're right. They're yeah, swapping. Yeah, that's stupid. The film is ending now. Oh, good. Um, now Thank we're God. having the wrap up where the general returns. Remember the general's? Yeah, he, sure. He yeah. he was dri- he like, has a convertible and he drives around freeways. You know, uh, <laughs> I was shocked. How is this movie ending? This movie never started. Nothing happened. <laughs> they switched the mean? dog. No, but the dog went was given as a gift. They had great spy success. I don't get this. And then the lady found out and blackmailed them. Uh, and then they realized the dog is sick, so we've got to get him back. He's been knighted now, and he's coming back from his knighting ceremony. The veterinarian. And behind, yeah. Yeah. And so... Behind the newspaper, he hears a Russian accent. Ah! They know. Look at that it's British cross. Oh, Fakwa. Oh, Fakwa. Oh, yeah. Imagine if it was Peter Sellers, it would have been a tour de farce. <laughs> I'm glad it's not Peter Sellers. Well, at least we didn't get killed. He wasn't a very big Peter Sellers. <laughs> Uh, so now what we're learning is Fakwa's gotten a great, great, great promotion. He's going to be head of security on the trip uh, to the summit of, of people, you know, sort of like against Russia. Nice. And yeah. And so he's like, oh, my stomach. Oh, 
I'm still recovering from that operation. Oh, is there a transmitter in there? From getting hit in. Yes, that's the big ending joke of that's the movie. That's funny. He gets the transmitter put in him. Right. Oh, I'm going to be right with him and at the table. They go wink, wink. Oh, the Russians did it back. That's pretty funny. It's quite an agenda. They're talking about the nuclear missiles and blah 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 blah. That's great. They're what a great happy. movie. I feel bad trying to, to make fun of it. <laughs> what a good film. What's You're a good film. Aren't you a good film? Good, good film. So here comes the credits and is there music? What's going on? It's the same music as we heard in the opening credits. It's yeah. Stupid. It's, I'm, the, it's the 60s mu- mu- music. The dog with the dog. It's the dog with, with the a dog cold nose. Cold nose. Do, 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 do. It's the dog with the dog with the... There's birds the and there's ladies. <laughs> oh, here we go. Children are in there. Fuckwad. This is 10 Downing Street. And... He's coming in. You know, if you were from England, you would know... That number. I don't know. You've probably seen that door before. This is the famous door. That's like the 1600 of the Brits. Yes, it is. Right. Well, okay. that was it. That was the dog yeah. with the spy with the cold nose. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Yeah. Did you? I like that movie. Now I'm ready for the trailer of our next one. Are you really? Okay. Well, I'm typing yeah. it in right now. I'm typing the word trailer. I yeah. typed in the word trail. Let's see what pops up. Okay. Well, a couple weeks ago we watched Hackers, and that was available on YouTube Movies. A uh, YouTube channel sponsored by YouTube has paid movies and has a selection of free movies. And I went through there because I wanted to dig up another movie, and I did. I did dig up another movie. And this movie is from 1996. Uh, It's a true life story about Michael Spiegelman and Carl back when we were in 1996 and the time we got trapped in a biodome. Do you remember that? Oh, biodome? Wait a second. Is that with. Paulie Shore of all people and Stephen Baldwin which is the reason why I picked it because I love Stephen <laughs> Baldwin as an actor alright so here we go here's the trailer to our next week's movie the Biodome a pure self-contained environment where five okay, scientists are about to be sealed off from every conceivable form of contamination Except one. Well, check out that mall, man. Our dream is finally at hand. What kind of mall is this? Get out of here! The doors are sealed for one year. We're stuck here. That's right. 12 months? Yes. 52 weeks? Yes. 385 days? No. The whole world is watching as Bud and Doyle are separated from their loved ones. Oh, that girl. Learn about endangered species. They're the rarest Lepidoptera in the world. Well, who is she? Just an actress, I don't know. Yeah. I've seen her. First Do we need to keep listening to this? And become world-renowned protectors of the planet. Joey Adams? Julie Adams? Is an I guess source so. of photosynthesis. Just because we're stuck in a bubble doesn't mean we can't cause any trouble. On three, three, two, one. 
<laughs> it was a lot cheaper not to, just to cover it, I'm sure. This winter. Welcome to paradise. Holly Shore and Stephen Baldwin are doing whatever it takes. I feel like a duck bill platypus. <laughs> to put the mental. This is Caroline. In environmental. Well, can you at least make it taste like chicken? Otherwise, I'm going to shrivel up like a supermodel. I am so fat. Nobody likes me. People didn't like me in high school. Biodome. Iron Man, Iron Man, does whatever and I can. Hold it. That's Spider-Man. Come on, what do you think, you're some rocket scientist? Yes. Sorry. This is going to be insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Okay. All right. Look, it's it's on YouTube. It is definitely one of the greats. One of the greats. And uh, Tour de Farce by uh, Stephen Baldwin, too. So, yeah, next week we're going to watch the much beloved, the much reviewed. I'm sure you could just type in the name and find a million podcasts talking about this movie, but we love this movie. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Biodome. So, that'll be our movie next week. Uh, So, please. I hope you enjoyed The Spy with the Cold Nose, and I hope you enjoyed what you just heard. And if you didn't, next week will be a lot better. So follow yeah, our... Yeah, that's <laughs> So follow us. Uh, it's L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube on the uh, podcast feeds. And we are also out on social media everywhere. So uh, keep... keep uh, I'll, I'll friend everybody who joins the group on Facebook. That's great of you. It's a nice little thing. Carl, where can people find you? They can find me at carl.sucks because that's... I'll do a fundraiser on Thursday for an animal shelter. Woohoo! So, carl.sucks. That's where you'll find me. What about you, Mike? Well, I'll be performing uh, my show at Kavika's Ocean Beach Deli uh, here in San Francisco in about an hour and a half. Uh, So if you happen to be by Ocean Beach... Uh, come on by to the deli and check out the show. But I guess you can find me at speakwith.sucks. Is that true? <laughs> I haven't checked it out. Uh, but yeah. Well, I was going to give it to you for Christmas, but then it, I got michaelspiegelman.sucks. I was like, oh, no! Not, it's <laughs> Not Michael. Uh, yeah, that poor guy. So, all right. So, let's, uh, thank you so much. And we're going to play the theme song and get out of here. Carl, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be with you. Likewise. And everybody. And everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange and weird commandeered by Michael
Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. Applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th, 2019 for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual and we hope you apply from whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, for more details. Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian hate ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff. You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal. Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? 
We'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things.
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for Everyday Conversations on Race with Everyday People. With Sima Lieberman, Everyday People, talking about race every week. Different everyday people talking about race. On Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's spiritual psychology with Renee McKenna. Meditate, it'll heal ya. Then at noon, stick around, Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view, talking about all things from his perspective. Then on Thursdays from 8 to 10, It's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also the IC Podcast. That's the Imprint City Podcast coming soon. MutinyRadio.fm. New shows. You can have one too. Contact director at MutinyRadio.fm to find out more details. Check us out at mutinyradio.fm.